Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. What are the answers to life's most important questions? Actually, you can't avoid answering these questions because you already do. It happens simply by how you've chosen to structure your priorities, spend your money, and use your time. Tune in as we interview pastors and leaders throughout the valley discussing the must-answer questions. Welcome to The Form Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mark Lucas here on The Form Show, 1360 a.m., 5 o'clock on Monday. Happy Monday to all of you. We are so extremely honored that you tune in every week with us for The Form Show a show that is dedicated and committed to help people know their self better. The reality is a lot of us, myself included, we tend to really kind of shy away from these essential questions in life, the questions that really matter most. Aristotle would say knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And this is a show to be able to help us know ourselves better to know that all of us have values, all of us have a philosophy of life. This is a show that really helps you understand what are these essential questions in life and how do we interview pastors and local leaders from all over the valley and even all throughout the world and glean in and listen in to these type of conversations that are going to help you really form your philosophy of life, really help you understand, as Simon Sinek would say, that essential why. Why am I here? Why do I exist? What is my purpose? These questions we get to tackle together. So thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I have the privilege and the honor to be able to hang out with a good friend of mine, Ryan Lane. Ryan Lane, he's the Director of Training Operations for Dutch Bros Arizona. They have a thousand baristas right here in just the valley. There's a thousand baristas across Dutch in the valley, and he has that privilege to lead them and love them in the Director of Training and Operations. Dutch Bros Coffee is the largest privately held drive through company with more than 320 locations in seven western states and over 10 thousand employees. So Ryan, thanks so much for spending time with us here today. Thanks so much for being my guest on the Forum Show. Ryan, we want to jump right into the first question. And the question that we're going to start with is this. It's a question really about how does Ryan Lane wake up in the morning with this deep fire in his belly that propels him to cultivate happiness throughout your day? How do you wake up and really say, today is going to be an amazing day, and I have this giant fire in my belly to say, this is how I'm going to live out my day through the values, through my mission statement to really create and cultivate happiness. So Ryan, 
Thanks again for being with us on the Form Show. How do you cultivate happiness? How do you kind of foster that fire in your belly to live out a day of purpose and happiness every single day, buddy? Hey, Mark. Uh, thanks, man, for having me on again. I appreciate you and your friendship with me over the multiple years we've known each other. And uh, so cool to see you here um, on this show, too, man. So thanks for having me on. Uh, that's a great question. For me, I never used to be this way. I didn't wake up every single day as happy or um, fulfilled in my life. And really, that transition hit when I found out really who I was even more and my values and who I was as a person and then living them out in my priorities. So what I mean by this is when I figured out like who I was, um, it really helped me become uh, a better person. And then also it helped me cultivate that happiness too. And so really I would say my values in life, uh, are loving, serving, and inspiring others. Okay, so what I mean by love, serve, inspire is love really, uh, I define that as uh, my life verse is 1 Corinthians 13. You know, love is patient, it's kind, it doesn't envy, doesn't boast, it's not proud, not self-seeking, not easily angered, keeps no records of wrong, doesn't delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails, right? And so that's love. And then serve, what does serve even look like? Okay, well, that's practically putting others before yourself in every single situation in your day. And then inspire. What is inspired? If you define what inspiring is or, or means, if you will, it's inspiring others to be who they were created to be and being the best versions of themselves. And so with that in mind, the love, serve, inspire, when I found out my core values, first and foremost... I was like, okay, what is, how do I do this? What, what do I, what do I do with these core values? And really the next step for me was, okay, in my day, what are my priorities that I really live out day to day? Okay. And what do I want my priorities to be that I want to live out day to day? So the priorities that I was living out wasn't the actual priorities that I wanted to live out in my life, if that makes sense. It does. So I was living out work. As number one, I was living out second. I would say even second might have been work too. So work and work. And then third would have been family, fourth, uh, friends and recreation, and then, you know, fifth, God at the bottom, you know. And so, but I wanted to live out my priorities as God number one, family number two, you know, work three, friends fourth, and then recreation fifth. And so throughout my day, I would really work, 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 as the song says. <laughs> There's a popular song out <laughs> right. that says that. And I would be thriving at work, but when I got home, I wasn't fulfilled. And I there was a there was a tug at my heart. I was like, okay, well, I'm I'm doing great. And this is when I was uh I mean, a couple of years back when I was even a store manager for manager for Dutch Bros Coffee. And I was thriving at work and happy and just around at work. But then when I got off and I went home, you know, I had uh, friction with my wife, had friction with, um, you know, even friends and just didn't feel right. And I was like, what is going on? Why am I so maybe happy at work? And like, that's fulfilling for me. But outside, it was just a contradiction. And I really got to thinking about that even more. And I was like, okay, what is, what does this even mean? Like, how do I how do I make sure that I'm not only fulfilled at work, but fulfilled in my overall life? 
And so I actually left Dutch Bros for two years. I went to Texas to figure this out. I just pretty much uh, dropped everything. Me and my wife moved to Texas for two years. And we decided to figure this thing out of life together. And in that process, I figured out, man, I'm not actually living out my priorities that I want to live out. And so I started restructuring my day. I started scheduling out, okay, I need time for my priorities. I need time for first uh, God, okay? And then second, I need time for my family. And, you know, it's quantity, or sorry, it's quality versus quantity. So it's not going to be all the, you know, the uh, quantity in the world with your family. And I understand that, especially like us, right? Like we we work and we work hard, but then when we get home, we have to work hard at home too, right? We have to walk in the doors thinking this is a main focus as well. And I'm going to put my soul and effort into that, right? And so it was quality time that I spent with my family and my wife. Um, and then it was uh, three, it was work. Okay, put work, put every effort you can into work. You can 110% and then go to your, your friends next and then recreation. And when I started living out those priorities in my life, I started enjoying life even more. I started being happy, joyful with everything that life encompassed. Uh, And I was living out my core values, like I said, love, serve, inspire in my priorities. When I did that, I literally like there was a fire that lit underneath me that I was like, yes, let's go. Yes, I love that. It was so exciting. And so uh, my wife and I actually were expecting our daughter in Texas and we decided, hey, what do we want to do now? Do we want to go back to, uh, you know, Phoenix with uh, even more friends and family or stay in Texas? And we didn't have really too much uh, there. And so we decided to come back to Phoenix and this um, position with Dutch Bros opened up and from there, when I found out, hey, you have to live out your core values, you have to find out first what your core values are, then you have to live them out in your priorities. If you do that, oh my gosh, it's not just me, it's everyone's created this way. That specific formula, if you do that every single day, like holy cow, you will be so happy, so joyful, because that's how we were created and that's how we were made. And, and I think it's just incredible how that is. There's so many great wisdom nuggets that you just share. And I think for me and I think for our listeners, we're here with Ryan Lane. He's the Director of Training and Operations for Dutch Bros Arizona. Mark Lucas on the Form Show, KPXQ 1360. And I think, Ryan, as you really start laying out this deep and profound question of how do we live a life that's happy? How do we live a life where we truly have joy? And I think you really have touched on this, and it just really has even benefited and blessed me in this moment to think through the priorities of how we're really engaged when we come home. So why don't you share with the listeners, you share with me recently, there's a intentionality is so important because as we work throughout our day, we're very intentional. We set goals. We live by the calendar. Uh, We think about every single half an hour or 15-minute increment of our day, and we're very intentional, very focused, very driven. But a lot of times as we drive home, we really lose a lot of intentionality. We lose a lot of intentionality in the things that really matter most, the relationships that matter most, the most sacred and the most intimate relationship that God would ever make is what? It's marriage. It's the family. 
And yet so many times I'm a knucklehead and I'm driving home and I am just exhausted. And I am like a vegetable when I come home and I'm like, all I want is sports center and nobody <laughs> talk to me. And I'm just so drained. So what have you done or how have you kind of helped combat that and really set some disciplines in place to really help set you up for success at home? Were those values, like I think the three that you said are loving, serving, and inspiring. How do you do that at home? Like Dutch bros, those are the values they have, and that's how they operate, and you can feel that and experience that with all their broistas. But how do you do that at home? How do you bring your values from work to home and be really intentional when you get home? Yeah, that's a great question. And so when I get home now, what I do is spend a couple minutes in the car really if it is something that you need to uh, blow off steam or whatever it is, you're stressed from the day or you might be just exhausted, it's really taking those couple minutes and just taking some deep breaths. Like if you meditate, that's awesome. If you pray, that's great. Do what really would set you up for success of walking in the door with energy and being excited to be home again. So just be as excited as you are to maybe go into, say, Disneyland. We'll talk about Disneyland, right? Why do people love to go into Disneyland? Like, okay, you hear the music, you you know uh, Mickey Mouse is like in the park and you're walking up to Disneyland. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm almost in the park. And then you walk in the park, you're like, oh, I'm at Disneyland. This is amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh my gosh. And it's just really our mindset, right? We think that, hey, that's this is a magical place. Well, guess what? Your family at home that loves you so much is in that door, and they're going to be so excited to see you. And just remember that. And if they aren't excited to see you right now, guess what? It's because we're probably not coming in the door excited to see them. Right. And that was that was my experience too. I, I you know, back in the day, I used to not come out. I was exhausted and I came home and I was open the door. I was like, oh my gosh, all I want to do is like just pass out right now, you know? Be a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. But, but what helped me the most is really setting yourself up for success with those couple minutes in the car before you get in the door and know like, hey, this is Disneyland. Like these are people that I love in the door. I'm going to be so stoked to see them. And guess what? They're going to be excited to see me. When I walk in the door now, guess what? My uh, youngest uh, daughter, Melanie, she's a year and so 10 months So cute, by now. the way. Oh, what a cutie. She's amazing. I just yell. I'm like, Melanie! And she's like, ah, dad! And like comes up and gives me a big hug. And and my wife is excited to see me too. And I embrace her. Her love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. And I know that. And so I'm going to give her a big hug. And then also loving, serving, inspiring. How I do that at home is making sure that I love and serve my wife by her love language of physical touch and uh Uh, words of encouragement, words of affirmation. And so with her, it's really like encouraging her. She's in nursing school right now. And so that's really stressful for her, but it's really uh, letting her know like, Hey, you are amazing. You are incredible. Like you are so smart. You're going to dominate this test that you have coming up. And my wife in the past, before we got married, she didn't have those really uh, people in her life that really encouraged her too much. She didn't believe that you know, she was worthy in some aspects. And 
Um, she struggled really through uh, her first bachelor's. It took her seven years to get her bachelor's degree. But guess what? She got it. Now she's in nursing school. And I said, hey, look at what you did over seven years. It took seven years. But hey, you did it. You worked your way through it. And you accomplished that. You are amazing. And guess what? Now she's in nursing school. And she's crushing it. She's getting straight A's. She's like, the teacher's are like, who are you? Like, yes. it, it's, it's incredible to see. And she's believing in herself now. And that's how I think we can live out that at home that for me it's love serve inspire um, but that's how we can really be excited and really pour into our family when we get home is just that couple minutes be excited yes it's going to be dying to yourself in some sense but making sure that you are excited to go home and then uh, really loving your family how they need to be loved it's so good and i think for me there's so many things that i heard from that that i'm going to take away and again we're with ryan lane good friend of mine. He's director of training and operations for Dutch Bros Arizona, Mark Lucas on the Form Show, KPXQ 1360. And I think really it's, like you said, Ryan, it's this really intentionality of as we're driving home, like that prayer, that mindset of like, this is game time. I know I've even said like, this is the most important part of my day, God. When I walk through the garage door and I come in the house, like even if I have nothing left inside of me energy-wise, God, would you give me that energy? Mm -hmm. God, would you just truly allow me to just, like you said, walking into Disneyland, like know that this is, as Disney would say, the happiest place on earth. And yet I walk around Disneyland and I'm like, that person looks angry and that person's not happy. But at home, really, it's the happiest place on earth that we should invest the time to really make sure that we are giving our families and giving our wives our best. And I love that. And I'm so inspired by that. And I know the listeners would be inspired by that. There's just so much to really process and really glean from that. And I know for me, there's a lot of listeners out there that are business owners, that are managers and directors and general managers. How have you really been able to lead with Dutch and train so many broistas throughout the Valley to really understand what you call your Dutch creed? So Dutch has this Dutch creed. So my question is, because in the Dutch creed has the word happiness, and the goal of life, when we, as we have now, is we've surveyed people all across the West. Well, when we compile all this information, all this data comes back. As we ask people this question, what is the goal of life? The number one response, 97% of people respond with one word, and it's happiness. I want to be happy. And there's songs and there's marketing and there's messages all around our day with this word happiness. And happiness is that fire in your belly that's created by these values, created by this relationship with Jesus. But really in the context of Dutch, how do you train these very young millennials? And I love millennials, but how do you train millennials to really start to understand the importance of happiness and how does that play out in your Dutch creed? How does that play out in your training? Yeah, that's a great question. And so really, we take it back to the root of everything. Like, we don't say really uh, in our training process of like, hey, we want you to be happy. 
No, we don't say anything like that. We take it back to the core root. Uh, our creed does de- definitely say like, hey, happiness, is that's a part of it. But really, we take it back in our training to the core root, and that's love. And so in love, like w- there's action in love. And so we, we define what love is first and foremost. Uh, then we go out from there, and how is it practically applied? When you're loving someone, guess what? You're not only making them or bringing them joy by loving them, guess what? You're getting joy from it too. And so when you truly care about someone and there's a mutual respect, kind of like us, right? You know, you know, I love you. You love me. Yeah. we're, We're great friends. And with that, we get happiness from that relationship because we know we both care about each other. And so really with that, that's what we teach them. And we, how we practically apply that is in stand. We might say, Hey, like it, could be giving a, a customer encouraging word, word uh, of encouragement like that comes through the drive-thru. It could be putting whipped cream on their drink. Guess what? Both can be actions done in love. One doesn't outweigh the other. And so if that core root is always uh, that, that love is on the forefront of your mind and that core root in your communication is really loving and accepting everyone around you, guess what? You get joy and happiness from it too. And so that's why everyone's like, why are your employees so happy all the time? Why are they so like just friendly? Guess what? They're not trying to be happy. They're loving you right now. They're caring for you. They actually care. They're, they're, they're people that actually care about you. And from that, actually, it brings happiness. It's how we were made. If we really, uh, you know, give or love, you know, uh, you know, going back to my belief of God so loved the world that he gave, right? If we're giving and, he, and by giving you're loving someone, well, then you're actually having happiness from that. That's a byproduct. Happiness is a byproduct. It's not the core root of it. People say sometimes, and, and I'm guilty of it too, of like, hey, I just want to be happy. Like, no, 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 no. You, you can't just say you want to be happy. You have to actually do the latter first. You got to love and care about people. And guess what? A byproduct of that is going to be happiness. That's so good. And I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, the byproduct of us loving well is that happiness. And I know from firsthand experience, when I go through any one of the drive throughs of Dutch, there's just this infectious happiness that truly is coming out of them. It's in the very ethos of the culture, the very ethos of the stand. There's just this infectious happiness that's coming across all of the employees that I interact with. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I'm even remotely having a bad day, I am like permagrin after I have my drink and I'm pulling out of that drive through So you guys have done that well. You've really taught your people and the culture well, and you've modeled that well. And one of the things I want to transition into now, Ryan, is really this question of identity. Because we have to understand who we are before we can really understand love, understand happiness. So how do you really get to this place of identity? Because I could say, Ryan, he's a husband. Yes, he's a husband. Check that box for that label, for that identity. He's a father. Yes, he has a beautiful daughter. He's the director of training and operations. Those are all labels. Those are all titles that some would be on a business card, some would not. But how do you really come to a place in these questions that really form who we are? There is this really important question of identity. 
So how have you really been able to form that inside of your heart and your soul and your mind? And what does that look like not only for yourself, but also for your family and also for those that you're training, these very young millennials that we love? We love millennials. But how do you do that? How do you really live out and understand more of your identity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question as well. With identity, I think it's a huge point to make of in our culture today, identity is so many things, right? There's so many things out there on identity, like who you are, like, oh, this brand is my identity. I really resonate with this brand or this brand or this brand. I think it really comes down to who do you say you are and who are you letting um, in your life speak over you, right? And so with that, I believe, I believe that that really God speaks into you of who you are. And I believe that because I believe that I believe I'm valued. I am loved. I'm a child of God. I'm an awesome, amazing uh, creature that he's created to have purpose, to have meaning, to have an impact in the world. And I believe that. So I'm going to go out and therefore do things about it. I'm going to act on that belief, right? So what do we believe about ourselves? First and foremost, do we believe we're amazing? Do we believe we're not worthy? Do we believe we are going to go out and make an impact? Do we believe it's for other people, not us, because we're not special, right? No, no, no. You are created in such a way that you are amazing. You are valuable. You are worthy. All these things, that's that's who we are. And if for some reason, like your your voice is saying, hey, like that's not who I am, then you need to really um, get down to that belief in in who you are and make sure that that belief is um, uh, truly who God says you are. So good. Thanks again, Ryan Lane, for being with us. Good friend of mine, director of training and operations for Dutch Bros Arizona. I'll leave you with that final thought. It's really a final thought of understanding who does God say that I am? God says I'm loved. God says I'm adopted. God says I've been forgiven. That's what we need to really hold on to to make sure we understand our identity and let that form and shape our identity. Mark Lucas, so glad you tuned in on the Form Show, KPXQ. Have an amazing Monday. We'll see you next week, same time, 5 o'clock.